Hey, I'm Jesse. We're still working our way through 1 Corinthians 7. Paul is largely speaking to single people. And in today's passage, he's going to make one more, he's going to make one more plug for uh, team single. He's giving all this under the qualification in verse 25. This is not a command from the Lord. This is his opinion. But he writes under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. So verse 37, but he who stands firm in his heart, who is under no compulsion, but has control over his own will, and has decided in his heart to keep her as his fiance will do well. All right, so in yesterday's devotion, we saw that you've got the example of a man who's engaged to a young woman, and she's maybe getting beyond the average age for marriage, whatever that is. He doesn't give a parameter for that, so please don't get self-conscious if you're not married and you're in your, like, 40s or whatever. It's not what this text is saying. He's just saying if you're engaged and maybe you're compromising your purity and you feel like you're mistreating her in that regard, you need to get married, get married to the glory of God. Just get married. But he who stands firm in his heart, who is under no compulsion, but has control over his own will and has decided in his heart to keep her as his fiance, meaning I'm not going to move the wedding date up. We're not going to elope. We're going to go through with the whole plan for the DJ and the weird barn and the taupe colored napkins and the barbecue fountain and all that stuff. We're going to stick it out. We're going to wait till our wedding day. Guess what? You do well. Verse 38 reads, so then he who marries his fiance does well, but he who does not marry will do better. This is all in the context. You remember what he spoke earlier, that it's better to marry than to burn with passion. Okay, that is chapter 7, verse 9. But if they do not have self-control, they should marry, since it's better to marry than to burn with desire. All right, if you're just struggling, okay, the two of you are engaged, and you're just stumbling to the finish line, man. You know, like you may have had your V cards, but they're, they're going to have some dents and holes punched in them by the time you arrive at the finish line. Like, look, man, to the glory of God, get married. You don't, there's no, there's no marital requirement that says like whatever date you set for your wedding, that is sealed before God. Like, no, man, give us a call, okay? Like if you're a Christian couple, I'll marry you today for free. Like you don't need to wait forever. I've got a pretty decent looking backyard. Come get married here. To the glory of God. You don't need to fall prey to that whole industry. You don't certainly don't need to spend gobs of money on a wedding ceremony that makes you no more married than you would be if you'd come to my backyard, okay? But if you're able to control yourself, if you're able to resist temptation and walk in purity, Paul says that's better. So the one who marries his fiance does well, okay? If you decide, just let's, we were going to get married uh, three months from now, but I'm burning with desire. Okay. And we're compromising our purity and we're stumbling here. Okay. We're sinning. Let's just, let's just get married already. All right. Guess what? You do well, you do well, but if you have enough self-control to not cross that line, you make it to your wedding day, you do even better. That's what Paul is saying in this text. Now, tomorrow he's going to remind us of the eternality. All right. The, the lifetime span of the marital covenant.